Well, welcome everyone to the Evolving Man podcast. My name is Alan DeMonso and I am the founder of The Awakened Man. Have you ever had the experience of writing down your goals, but then not achieving them? Or maybe you did achieve them, but they just didn't turn out as you had planned. Well, sometimes that can be a good thing and sometimes, you know, not so much. But today we're going to unpack on how you can get clear on exactly what it is that you want to achieve. But before we're going to get into all that, I want to remind you of our brotherhood, the Band of Brothers. This is our group mentoring program where strong, resilient men get together who are dedicated not only to their own growth, but to the growth of their brothers. And while that's a great and phenomenal program, gentlemen, if you're really interested in raising your standards as a father, a husband, an entrepreneur, then I encourage you to participate in our Heroes Quest. It's a 90-day mentoring program that's aimed to improve at least one aspect of your life. Now, where can you find all this stuff? Well, you can find it at our membership site at members, that's plural, members.theawakenman.net. Today's man knows who he is, where he stands, and what he aspires to become. Solid in his convictions, owner of his destiny. Ever evolving into husbands and fathers our wives and children expect and deserve. We are the masters of our life and the leaders of our homes and community. Welcome to the movement. Stay strong, my brother. And that's, uh, so what we're going to do, we're going to get into today's episode. And, you know, as customary as we get into it, I'd like to ask a couple of questions just to really get us honed into what the topic's going to be about. And so do you know what you want out of your life? That's a pretty heavy question, don't you think? And do you know what your life will look, feel, and sound like by the end of this year? Well, regardless of how you may have answered that, I suspect that you've been wanting to be able to get a little bit clearer on what you'd like to be do and grow into. Wouldn't you agree? And so today my guest is Corbin Elliott. He's going to pull back the curtain on how to figure out what you want as well as a few other topics. So let me tell you a little bit about Corbin then we're going to get him onto the podcast here. So Corbin is a serial entrepreneur, a speaker, author, and a musician. And And if you have lofty goals, but don't know how to achieve them, desire financial freedom, but aren't sure where to start, or you like music that makes you feel good, and his newest business venture is CE Media, and you need to check this guy out. So Corbin, welcome to the podcast. I'm so glad to have you here on the show. What's going on, man? Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. Happy New Year. Yeah, absolutely. Happy New Year. So listen, I love that accent. Where are you from, my friend? North Carolina. Yeah, right right in the center of North Carolina. Gorgeous. Right on. That beautiful country there, brother. Oh, 100%. How about, how about you? Where are you from? Yeah, you know what? I'm up here in North. I'm in Canada, so we're a little bit north from you. We're in, I'm in Winnipeg, Manitoba, so I'm right in the center of this big continent here, so right above North Dakota. And we just came out of a deep freeze, Corbin. I got to tell you, it was minus 41 degrees Celsius with the wind chill. And, and I know you guys are in Fahrenheit down there, and it's only one time when the numbers are the same. And that's oh, when it's minus gosh. 41. So minus 41 Fahrenheit, it was minus 41 Celsius. So let me just tell you, it was cold. Wow. That's that's horrendous for us to even think about down here in North Carolina. Yeah. Listen, we uh, you just don't go outside, man. It's just not uh, nothing moves. Everything's rock solid. So you just hunker in and, you know, enjoy the enjoy the good life. Whew. Good grief. <laughs> So listen, tell us a little bit about yourself. I know I gave a bit of a background, but uh, tell me a little, tell us a little bit more about yourself and how you got to be doing what you're doing today. 
Yeah, sure. So I'm a super young dude. Uh, sort of provide that perspective on a lot of these podcasts. Um, I'm 24. Uh, the thing that really defined me and got me here, like the, the reason I'm even some dude talking on the internet is because I went through a period of postgraduate, post-college, uh, just ridiculous anxiety. And it came at the at the at the hands of me not following what I wanted to do, that's that's why I really see myself as the person who I want to help people figure out what they want and then develop strategies to to you know pursue those things that they want. Um, because out of out of the pain that I had of not doing that, um, and that's why I'm here. So for me, my personal story: graduated from school, I had a lot of interests, but I think. I chose the one that I was going to continue pursuing for the wrong reasons, and I'll give you some some more background. So I was a pre-medical student, um, so training to be a physician, um, very, very white-collar, and I think for a lot of the I, – I did it for the wrong reasons. Let me get it to that point. I did it for the reasons of, hey, I'm going to be able to say this at a cocktail party, and I'm, I'm going to feel good about myself, or there won't be secondary questions whenever I say this. Um, and after doing that for a while, I actually ended up moving up to New Jersey for a little while. I had a, had a girlfriend at the time, and it was during coronavirus. Um, so we were all locked in. I was doing online school. Um, and at that time... It was several, several months, and I came to a breaking point where my anxiety was so bad that it was starting to manifest in my body, actually. So, like, I had very bad back pain, very bad chest pain, pain in my legs, um, to the point where I spent a full week just in bed, couldn't move, because my whole body was just like back spasms if I would try to use any muscles. Um, so, at, at 23, at, at that point... I was being, you know, helped to the bathroom because I, I literally, I was being helped to the bathroom because I couldn't quit medicine, which was, which was a very ironic situation. Um, and from that point forward, I wish I could have said I jumped ship really early, knew what I wanted to do, was bold, and, and took off. But no, I literally got to the, the darkest, deepest hole I could be in and then walked out um, to making decisions that were a little bit more courageous and a little bit more aligned with what I wanted. Um, so that's just a little bit about me. There you go, my friend. You know, I, you know, thanks for sharing uh, your age there. I, I could tell you're a younger guy. Listen, I have two sons that are in your uh, age bracket. I got a 27 year old and a, and a 30 year old. And uh, it just, as a father, you know, you kind of think after 18, you know, they're out and they're out starting to do things that, you know, they, that they should be fine. And so it's, I'm really impressed that you have the courage to talk about these challenges as a young man going what you were going through. And while we may think that we want to, you know, we want the best for our children as, as a father, we may not know how to approach that. So how was that for you and your relationship with your dad and being able to just talk about these things and work it, or was that something you guys even were able to do? Yeah, to some level, to some level. So I think you know, with my mission, the thing I wanted to do, you know, starting starting a media company is a little bit outside of the box online. Um, you know, that's a little bit, as you know, I'm sure. Um, and I, I think we had a disconnect in the way that he didn't really know what it was. Um, not that he did, not that he didn't 
ever. Um, but it was just the shift from for him and everybody else in my life, frankly, um, from a same sort of group strata um, that you know they weren't sure of the move because they didn't really know what I was what I was going for because they weren't as familiar as it weren't as familiar with it as you would be for a physician, of course. Um, but at some level, and something I think we're still working on in that relationship. Um, I, I was just talking to him a few minutes ago um, about that, actually, and just like continuing to to have open conversation, which is difficult, especially whenever there's an ideology contrast. So, but we, I think we did an okay job. Right on. Well, you know, that's great to hear that you had the opportunity to to speak with your father, right? Because there's a lot of, you know, in the men's men area that I serve, that there are there are some of us that have challenges being able to to speak and relate to our sons. And, uh, oh, a hundred percent. You know, it's just we're not understanding the uh, the challenges that are facing you guys. And so, so, tell me about what's the most courageous thing that you've ever done. Well, I mean, honestly, there's a couple things that happened in rapid succession. I'm telling you, this point in my life, 23 years old, was all the I swear all the difficult stuff. This came, ah, came running at me. Um, <laughs> you know, because I was graduating school, lots of changes. Right, it's one of those central turning points. Um, so one thing was not doing medicine anymore, believe it or not, and pursuing a completely different, different route, something that was not stable, something that was not, you know, the, the good job that, you know, everybody expects you to have that sort of thing. Um, another thing was, uh, breaking up with my longtime girlfriend who, it was a similar situation to where it was like really a great person. And I mean, awesome person, but it was just like not a, it was not a match for what we wanted long term. And I was at a point, and I'm still working out of this point, you know, I'm learning every day um, about getting clear about what I wanted. And I find that if you're not clear about what you want and you're in a relationship, it's hard to, to make that relationship really good because you need to align wants in a relationship. And if one person isn't clear, it's problematic. And that's where I was. So making the decision to actually, in that was really tough too. Um, and I would say that was courageous just from a, an emotional perspective. Um, so honestly, those are two big things that happened right next to each other. Well, and listen, my friend, those are two, two huge life-changing events that a lot of us will go through ultimately in our lives. And you did them almost together, right? Changing careers, yes. you know, and losing, and, and I'll say losing a loved one, someone that you care for, because it's time for a change. And that, that can really put a lot of pressure on an individual to either make a decision or not. And so, you know, kudos to you for having uh, the gumption to be able to recognize that you needed to change. Obviously the, the physical stuff wasn't, was a, a big indicator for you, but even to dig a little deeper and look at a bigger, a broader picture shows so much maturity young guy. And I think that's outstanding, Corbin. Really good. Well, well, thanks, man. I mean, and like you're talking about getting the gumption to do it, man, it wasn't quick. Like, like I said, I didn't notice early in the process and been like, oh, yeah, the career's not for me and the relationship isn't working the way I want it to. Like, no. It was like indecision for a long period, which is the torturous part, right? Yeah. Um, and then finally at the end of it, then breaking it off. I mean, I could have gone longer <laughs> probably, but yeah. I'm, I am really glad that I did have the, the courage to make those decisions because I do think I'm better for it. Hundred uh, percent, you know, I agree. And the challenge, and, and what you're you're really telling us is that you know you're you were already starting at twenty twenty four to find your identity, to know who you are as a man, 
and to be able to stand in that truth, no matter how painful that was going to be, especially in the show. Oh, hundred percent. So tell me a little bit more about what, what would be your secret then to be able to feel good? You no, know, you're in that time frame. You're not really feeling good about life, but what's your secret today? Yeah. So this is one of the tools that I use to get myself out of the, the really rough spot. Um, so I, I wrote a book and I included all of these things in it for a reason. I literally, the most practical things I could possibly put in it. Um, so exercise, exercise, exercise. And here's one that is really good for finding out what is going to help you feel happy. Okay, so this removes the guesswork. It's called the Joy Journal. And the Joy Journal, the Joy Journal <laughs> is based out of every day at the end of the day. I did it for 30 days, just because that's a convenient number of days to do it for. Um I would write at the end of the day the thing that made me the happiest during the day. So like the things that made me happy, the things that made me happy every day. And then at the end of the 30 days, I would just free write, of course, on these things. I would search for patterns throughout the journal entries. Journal entries. And then from there, it's just the process of building out the infrastructure to where you spend as much time as possible in moments that are similar to the ones that made you happy before. And then backing it out that way. That's outstanding. You know, it's one of the things that we talk about as well is about getting men to journal. And, you know, it seems to be a challenge for a lot of us. You know, I'll raise my hand on that. I'm just getting better at uh, doing it more consistently, you know, and doing it every day. And to look for those different reasons to journal different and the patterns that have come around, right? It doesn't necessarily need to be a spill your guts piece. And it shouldn't necessarily be about rehashing. I, I did an interview with, uh, with a psychologist and she talks about that, that we shouldn't be focusing on, like should not focus on the pains or the struggles that we're having because we're just tend to perpetuate it. But you already had that figured out by writing down the things that made brought happiness and joy in your life. And so you are already starting to work your way through that. So I think, you know, that, that's an incre- incredible insight there. So yeah, I think, I'm, go ahead. Oh, sorry. I I think reorienting to the things that make you happy is really the best play that we have. Like, I I think the whole game, the game of life, I mean, I think we're all looking for positive emotional experiences, like positive, positive feelings. So why not work it by looking for things that bring you positive feelings and then maximizing that time? Like, that, it seems like a common sense thing, at least for, for my, for my end. But anyway... That was just my little aside. I love it. I love it, Corbin. Absolutely. And it's lots of insight for you. So uh, it's really good. So tell me, how, how can, if, we were, if you were to be coaching me to right now, uh, how would you coach me to, get, to be able to get clear for what I want in life? Yeah, sure. So I think there's a couple good things that are just great for finding general self-awareness, whatever it be. Um, I think, I think meditation is big. A lot of people talk about this. Uh, I, but I, I am one of them. Uh, I, I think it just, on so many levels, it helps you to be okay in the moment. It's one of those things that helps you to be okay and be comfortable in the moment whenever you're feeling uncomfortable. But the secondary thing is it actually helps you to understand your tendencies and then play towards those in the future. So, I mean, I think that's really important. Um, I think meditation and journaling are big. Um, but the great thing about Meditation sort of helps you to, it helps you to notice the things that are good for you, which is an interesting thing. Like it helps you to, in the moment, because you know, you meditate for 10 minutes, you do that, but that helps you 
even better, I think, is that tendency of noticing carries over to your daily life, and then that helps to inform you about the things that are good for you. Like, I think if you have that building block, that's good. And also journaling with questions that are, you know, profound, I guess, in the sense of what do I want? What was the best part of my day today? Things like that. What am I most grateful for? That is outstanding. That's really good. And I totally agree with you. Using meditation to really get centered for what it is that you want and believe in life really helps get clear on what it is that you want to be, do, and have for, for your day and your, and your life. So that is really profound, my friend. I mean, it, it feels, because I think a lot of times we feel un, unstable or uncomfortable. And I think that comes from you're not centered or you're not sure of things. And we really have a tough time just subconsciously with uncertainty. I think the more certain and the more clear we can get about whatever it is through meditation, through journaling, through whatever, the better, the more comfortable and, and okay we'll be throughout the day. Absolutely. And you're using the two, two excellent modalities, right? We have it in our mind, we've meditated on it. And then the journaling process really helps bring that clarity as, out as well, because now we're physically doing something by writing down what it is, what our thoughts were. And once it's on paper, it's amazing how different and how much energy comes out of that, out of that thought, right? Because it's finally being released in some way. And if you're in a, if you're a person just short term, um, like, so we talked about, you know, um, trying to, to walk yourself out of that un- discomfort, but if you're feeling uncomfortable or feel bottled up or whatever, I would recommend just this journal exercise. I call it a brain dump. You literally just have the journal and just write. It's just stream of consciousness. You talked about energy of words. Mm-hmm. You just stream of consciousness, stream of consciousness with no intention to use it again. You might, but like, so write whatever. You know, you're not gonna re- you're not gonna read it again. Just write it. And how soothing that is. That's something I do whenever things are really falling to pieces, and that that helps to calm me down. I guess. So it sounds like you're already starting to get into some keys or some components that would be would have that have been leading to your success. And do you have any other ones that you would recommend for uh, for our listeners that they would follow? Oh my gosh, yes. Um, let me think of let me think of something. So like an like an exercise, like an activity, that sort of thing. Yeah. So I think for people, it depends on the stage of life or like what their situation is. So for me, I'm really. I've thought a lot about the career question, um, so I'll, I'll give you one for that. Like, if you're feeling unhappy in your job, or maybe you haven't started and you're, you know, just fresh out of college, whatever. Um, I think giving yourself time and being okay with trying things and not feeling like you have to lock yourself down is an important exercise. So, like the tactical, like day to day thing is like, you know, work your job, but then. With any time, any extra time you have, try things and like try to find your bliss. Like, do them. Don't like keep it all in your head, like theory, but like really try things. Um, I think that's important because sometimes our thoughts aren't as accurate. Like, our thoughts about what we might like aren't as accurate as we think they are. So, the exercise being go out and try things and get as close to it as you can. Like, 
whenever I was uh, deciding whether medical school was right or whatever, yeah. I was literally in there like I couldn't physically operate on someone, but man, I was as close as I could get. Like I scrubbed in, did the whole twirling thing, like got all that set up, mm-hmm. um, and then and then reflected on it. So like I would really recommend that for people at a crossroads. Hundred percent, love that idea. Absolutely right because especially uh, especially as as a young man, you have an opportunity to try some different things. And I would suggest even, you know, I'm 55. And so try different things, right? I there's several balls in the air for me as well. Just getting your, your feet wet, trying different things. It's the only way you find out you can read all you want about it and study all you want about it. But until you actually get the, get into the weeds, you're not really going to find out whether you like it or not. And it's interesting because I like reading because it helps me to notice things when I'm doing it. Like it helps me to know, like, like if somebody wrote about something and and documented it or gave me an exercise or something and then talked about it commentary, which is you know what writing generally is, um, and then you get in the moment, it helps you realize, go, oh, I am noticing that, and it helps you to sort of see a broader picture of what you're doing, I guess, but as a supplement to doing it, not just you know reading theory. Hundred percent, love it, my friend, love it, love it. So tell me a little bit about what you find out, found out about the relationship between emotional repression and anxiety. Oh my gosh. Okay. Yeah, this is a fun one. Um, <laughs> this is a real fun one. So for me, for me, um, <laughs> whenever I was in the process of like, I knew I didn't want to be a doctor. Okay. I, I knew that. Um, and it's so weird. There's like a self that is you inside that's either going to be trapped in there or you're going to let it pour out into the world. So like if you know you want something, and this is the question I would recommend you all asking yourself, and it you may be shocked at the answer you receive, what do I know that I wish I didn't know? That's a wild question. Um, but think about that for a minute and see what comes up because for me... In that whole period of, oh, I don't know if I should move off of this doctor thing and do something else. When I asked myself that, I got an answer. And yet, I let all these other factors, right, hold me in place, hold me in my box. Um, So the relationship between anxiety and emotional repression is if you keep that person, if you keep that self inside of you and you don't let it express itself, you don't do what you know you want to do, then you get anxiety. So, like, emotional repression begots anxiety yes. is, 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 the, is the idea there. Um, and it's interesting because even now, once, whenever, whenever I'm noticing that I'm repressing something or I'm not, like, pursuing something that I want to be pursuing, I'll get, a, I'll get a tinge of anxiety right here in my chest every time. Every time it'll happen. Um, and that lets me know that I'm repressing something and not expressing something to someone or I'm not doing something that I want to be doing one or the other. So that's a, that's a little blank standpoint for, for that. Man, you brought a lot of great stuff to this, to this call there, Corbin, just love it. Tell me what, what are you working on now? I mentioned in the, at the start here that you have started a media company. So, but what, what are some specific things you're working on right now? So, yeah, so I, just like you, I run a podcast. So we are in our fourth season now. We actually just got started on that. And um, until this season, it's actually all been audio. So it's been like Spotify, Apple Podcast, like all those places, you know. Um, 
but now I'm actually adding a visual component to it. Uh, and we are shooting for YouTube. So I've been what I've been working on here recently is learning how to shoot video, how to shoot it in the, the highest quality it possibly can be shot in. Um, because actually after this, I'm going to record my first episode of um, shooting high quality video for YouTube. Nice. Um, so so that's my that's the thing that I'm literally doing in my moment. Um, but a lot of the the best ways to to see my stuff is the podcast. It's everywhere. It's called the Peace and Purpose Podcast. So if you look that up anywhere, it'll pop up. Um, if you look it up on Google, we're the whole first page. Um, we also have a website. That's a great place to find us, actually. So it's called affectmediaproductions.com. Um, and, and the reason for the website is that's a place where we will aggregate the the videos and the podcast. And then also we'll have a secondary offering, which is music. So I was a uh, touring musician in college, actually. Um, so I did that a lot, and we're going to incorporate that into the company as well. Um, but it's everything I do is the combination of two things. It's the entertainment value of something like Netflix and the well-being benefits of something like a book on psychology. It's like it's like those two things in one. So that's how the podcast will run, especially now in the fourth season. I'm really focusing on entertainment. And then um, the music will do the same thing. So the, the music will be based out of... Uh, my own experience, especially eventually with these with these originals. Um, so hopefully it'll be entertaining with the music and then also pass along some wisdom. And that's the same thing for the podcast. So Effect Media Productions is where we do all that stuff. Outstanding. Well, I want to thank you, Corbin, for spending time with us today. You know, we've unpacked it quite a bit and hopefully we're able to shed some light on helping people get clear on what it is they want out of life. And thanks for sharing all your information. I'm going to put all that info on how to reach Corbin in the show notes. So don't worry about it. We'll get it all in there for you. And I just want to say thank you, brother, for uh, for being on the podcast. I really enjoyed it. And thanks for having me, man. This was a great time. Right on. Thank you for listening to the Evolving Man podcast. Are you ready to own your destiny? To become more the man you are destined to be? Join the brotherhood that is the Awakened Man at theawakenedman.net and start forging a new destiny today.